0: Brain Injury Today is sponsored by the Washington State Traumatic Brain Injury Council and produced by Goal 17 Foundation.
1: I think this family's sense of humor has uh, gotten us out of a lot of depression uh, and a lot of those negative feelings. This family that I'm in We joke about everything.
0: Welcome to another episode of Brain Injury Today, your connection to the brain injury community. I'm Deborah Crawley, executive director for the Brain Injury Alliance of Washington. And today, we're joined by some really amazing special folks I like to call them the First Family of Prevention for the Brain Injury Alliance and the Brain Injury Community. We are being joined by Zach, Mercedes, and Victor Leistet from the Leistet family. Um, Hi guys. Thanks for being part of today. I'm so glad you're all here with us. Hi. Thank
2: you for having us, Deb. We appreciate being here.
0: You bet. The Lystead family is just, this is a family who's had a journey that has been, you know, one of the most challenging of any family that I've met in my 11 plus years now with the Brain Injury Alliance. And yet they're also one of the most endearing and enduring families that I have ever met. So hints nice thing about being the executive director and managing the podcast, I get to put together who I think will be some really nice stories to share with our community. And I think that's really what we're trying to do is, is share this story because a lot of families go through one of the members of their family having a brain injury. In this example, it was Zach at a very young age. And really how that journey looks from when it began and you know where we are today. And I, I know there's been a lot that's occurred and you know, Zach's gone from a 13-year-old.
1: Yeah, 13. From,
0: yeah, when the injury occurred to a strapping 28-year-old young man.
1: Thank you very much. <gasps>
0: So I'm going to defer over to Victor to kind of just uh, set up the scene of, of what occurred, um, Zach's injury, kind of that moment that changed, um, and then and then we'll hear from each of the family and kind of kind of move through and bring us up to today. You can just start with this first part, and we'll have questions throughout. Take it away, Mr. Lystedt.
2: Well, so Zachary, you know, was a, a sports person, played baseball uh, and football. He he did Taekwondo when he was younger and was fairly active all the way up till his injury. Um, he actually uh, uh, was a pretty good football player and, and starting to kind of just get some speed. I think uh, when he played baseball, you know, he he wasn't the fastest, but he could hit pretty well wow. and. And uh, once we got on the football field uh, that year that he was injured, he actually uh, was really demonstrating a lot of speed. And, and, and so Zach was playing um, outside linebacker and he was playing fullback on, on offense. And Zach zoned in uh, on a boy that was uh, their better player and um, ran, ran him down as he was running into the end zone. Uh, Zach was able to catch him and bring him down. And when he did that, um, he, he hit his head backwards on the, on the playing field. Um, I, I didn't see any of that happen just because I was on the opposite side, mm-hmm. but, uh, the opposite side of the field. But I heard one of the other boys say, you know, Zach's, uh, everyone taking me, awesome. Zach's down. And so when that happened, uh, I didn't, I, I guess they were talking about my boy. And so I, I started kind of walking out there a little bit and then, um, but by then he'd already got up huh. and so then they came, they brought him off the field. And after they brought him off the field, um, I kind of was curious what was up. I thought maybe I, I didn't know what happened. And then I, I, I started yelling over at him. I'm like, Zach, and he wouldn't look over and Zach, and he wouldn't look over. And then finally I yelled Zach and he looked over and, and he kind of looked at me like, don't, Freaking embarrass me, Dad. Don't you know like he he just gave me that look, you know, just don't what I'm like, are you all right? And he's like, just kind of looked at me like, mind your business. And and Mm -hmm. so I didn't I didn't think there was anything, I didn't know what was going on. And then he continued to play after halftime. Uh, and he played every down. And um uh at the at the end of the game, he was running the ball and he, uh, and he went head, he went head on with, uh, with another player. And I, we don't know exactly what caused the bleed at that moment, but, but we were walking off the field. Game was over. We had won. Zach did really well. And, and then he was shaking his head and he kept on shaking his head. Mm. And I, and I asked, I said, what's up, dude, what's up? And I, and I wanted to give him, you know, Gatorade, I remember, I just wanted to, you know, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, what's up? What's up? And he's like, dad, my head, dad, my head, my head, my head. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts really bad. So, um, so anyway, so then he said, dad, um, said, daddy, I can't see. And that's when his pupil blew. Hmm. And then he lost consciousness. And he went to the field and we laid on, I laid on top of him. I tried to get his stuff off, get his uniform off and the shoulder pads. And I yeah. couldn't, couldn't get that off because his jersey wouldn't come off. And so I chewed his jersey off of him to get his shoulder pads off. And the, there was a nurse that had showed up. And he was convulsing on the ground, and uh, finally, you know, people were calling medics and 911. and yeah. it was a long time. It was a long yeah. time uh, to have the fire truck show up, and I mean, it just it seemed like a very long time yeah. before people started getting there, and um, uh, yeah. Uh, it was it was the longest time in my life oh victor
0: i've heard that story many Mm -hmm. times and you know it's just it's still you're such a great young man zach that i've known but i've only known you since the injury right but how it still affects your parents i mean victor you're emotional so it makes me emotional and um, thank you for sharing because I know it's, that's hard. I mean, we ask a lot of you guys, we ask a lot of you just to share this story.
2: Well, we know that there's gonna be alcohol at the end, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a barn and, burner. <laughs> uh, and, we
1: know, uh, and we know that it's gonna be, uh, that uh, we're sharing the story for other people to learn from.
0: Yeah. And you're great at that, Zach for you too mercedes i have no idea where you were were you there in the stands i have no idea how you heard or anything and i apologize for never asking you in the decade that i've known you because you're special and i sh- i should have asked um so well what happened was is i was getting off of
3: work and victor always went to zachary's away game and anyway i was um getting off of work, and I was driving to go home and everything, and all of a sudden, um, Victor calls me and tells me, Mercedes, something's going on with Zachary. We don't know. Is he allergic to anything? And I'm at the football field, and it was really fast, and then they put the paramedic on and wanted to know if Zachary was allergic to anything, and I'm driving during all this, and I said, no, he's not allergic to anything, and then um, the next thing I knew, Victor says, I got to go, and they hung up. Well, then... Then one of Zachary's friends, mom's calls me and says, you need to get somewhere right away and I'm going to come and pick you up. They're airlifting Zachary to um, Harborview. And I said, what do you mean they're airlifting? Something's happening to him. And so I didn't know where to go. So she said, just go somewhere. So I told her I'd go to the Walmart and she picked me up at the Walmart and her and I and her son, um, Zach's friend, we drove to Harborview. And that's where I met up with Victor and um, the person that had driven him. And we were in the um, waiting room. And that's when all the, uh, the doctors came in and said, We need to get in there right away. That guy's hemorrhaging really, really bad. And um, so we need to get in there and open him up. And they wanted us to sign some papers. And I said, Here, sign we signed the papers quickly. And I, we gave it to him and said, Go, go, just go and do whatever you need to do to save him and everything and stuff. And then that was when that was the end of that and then we didn't see for many many hours
0: wow I mean what you just said too is I mean especially out of context like you're driving home from work you know it's just like normal day here Mm -hmm. we are and then as even more so out of the blue for you because you know Victor was at the game and he kind of you know saw I mean it's still not something you can like put your head around but for you too Mercedes and just having to Very overwhelming. It's really overwhelming. Not knowing when
3: you're driving down the road as you're inside in the car by yourself. I'm so
0: sorry. I feel you know, all of that for both of you. Just Yeah, not knowing. And we were going as
3: fast as we could because it happened at five o'clock at night. So traffic was really heavy trying to get down there and they wouldn't let Victor ride in the helicopter or anything. So he had to have somebody else drive him. His friend wouldn't let him drive. And so then, you know, trying to get through the traffic and everything and stuff.
0: Yeah, minutes turned into hours. Mm -hmm. Zach, where do your memories start, end and start during this whole piece? Because I know you lost some of your memory from even before the game. Like, is it days before, weeks before? You know, is it Uh, driving?
1: It's kind of, I I forgot about my whole eighth grade year. Wow. Uh, uh, Yeah, but like when people talk about it, uh, I start to remember it. Like, it sounds like it happened. Yeah, uh, But uh, uh, I, I mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, 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 it's, uh, 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 the whole eighth grade year is all foggy.
3: A blur. You really yeah. didn't have much of an eighth grade year. You only were there for two months before you know this all
0: happened. Yeah. So the actual date of your injury, Zach, was? Uh,
1: October 12, 2006.
0: Okay, thanks. So I know you went through a lot of rehab. And... That had to be a coordinated family effort too, because you were at children's and at some point in the new year, you went down to CNS in Texas or California, uh,
1: yeah. uh, uh, Texas. And that was in 2008, right? Mom. Wow. Well,
3: you'll have to ask your father about that. All right, right, then.
2: <laughs> you went down to Texas uh, 13 months after injury. So,
0: so, the end of 2007, basically. Okay. And so Mercedes stayed in Texas with Zach, right? Oh, so, yeah. so, give me a little scenario of how that all worked out.
3: Um, Zach and I, um, we moved down to Texas and then we lived in a, um, a place called Staybridge. It was an extended um, hotel. And anyway, um, Zach and I stayed there. I took him to therapy every day which was wonderful it was only a block away yeah so i and we had our van down there and everything and stuff and our dog lucky even got to come down with us and she got to stay down Mm -hmm. there because um, victor was going to be coming down every other weekend it would be easier for us to have the dog than worrying about where victor was going to put the dog every time he left washington state to come down so um anyway Zachary and i would go to i would take zachary to therapies monday through fridays from nine to five every day at cns and um, then I would drop him off, and he'd do his therapy and everything and stuff. And he did um, speech, he did um, PT, OT, and then um, and then he'd do it all again in the afternoon again. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then um, we did that for over a year. Wow. And CNS for folks listening is the Center for Neural Skills, and they have a, a couple facilities. Really intensive post-acute treatment. And they're very much a, a facility that's nationally recognized for their work in brain injury rehabilitation. And Victor, so you you stayed back and you were working. So I mean, I know oh, they were gosh, really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we all want to know that. We all want to know. <laughs>
2: uh, so, so finding CNS was, <clears throat> first of all, finding CNS was Part of like the recovery, well, not the recovery, but more the the educational awareness after Zach's injury. Um, You know, you 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 study, you read, you Mm -hmm. you do all these different things to try and figure out what's the next step Mm -hmm. in in our in our life. Right. So once Zach was injured, and he wasn't making any types of purposeful movements you know there there was there was you know there's this Glasgow Glasgow's coma scale right and you know we wanted to gain points <laughs> so badly uh he was a three by default just because you get one in each category the higher numbers you get the better you are and he stayed at three for so long. Yeah. It was a very scary time. Uh, first of all, you know, once he was injured and then, yeah. and then getting them to a spot where he came home, uh, he was stable, but he couldn't do anything. And so my wife, uh, she just went into being, instead of a, a, a dental person, she just became a, a nurse. And, you know, she slept on the floor with him every night. Uh, he would sleep in a hospital bed at our house, and she would lay on the floor and make sure that his feet was, because he had a G-tube. Mm-hmm. And and everything was right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, during that process, the reason I, I bring that up is, you know, you, you just keep working to try mm-hmm. and get something back. Right. And, and during those times, Zach couldn't move anything. He couldn't make any purposeful movements. He couldn't communicate with us. But we, we kept on trying to learn how to do that. And I think I remember there was this board that we could do,
3: <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: board that we could get an A or a B or a yes or a no just by him moving his eyes one way or the other. Um, so we, we tried to go that way, but he couldn't. He couldn't talk.
3: Rehab without and walls.
2: What's that, mom? What oh, rehab have without rehab? walls. Oh yeah, yeah. So then we had rehab without walls. They came in to the house, uh, but. As far as doing therapies, he couldn't really do the therapies purposefully, but we still had him doing therapies. And we would we would stretch every day. We would do range of motion every day. I'd make him move his arms and legs and everything. Uh, we would just that's what we did every day for a long time. Yeah, and and at the At the time that he was able to move his left forefinger purposely, when I asked him to do it, he Mm -hmm. did it. Mm -hmm. That's that's all I needed because by then I'd already done all the research of what's the next thing that we can do. Right, rehab without walls was great, but it it was it wasn't intensive. It wasn't. wasn't an intense of a place that I wanted him to, to go next and so I'd already flown to Bakersfield mm-hmm. uh, looked at their facility and I flew to Dallas and I went to Las Colinas and looked at the CNS uh, in Dallas and and with the help of Richard Adler and and some really good lawyer lawyering mm-hmm. <laughs> We were able to, to CNS
0: uh-huh.
2: as an accredited learning facility uh, for our school district. So the school district sent down representatives and accredited it as a learning facility so that Zach qualified to go to CNS underneath this IEP, right? Well,
0: that is some Good Lord, you are right. I never knew that little inside piece. That's so exceptional.
2: Using the IEP and yeah. the emergency funds that Washington State has. Yeah. We were able to do something that literally had never, ever, ever been done for CNS or for any other school district to have ever have done that. And so what we had to do is Mercedes and, and Zach and, and, my, and our dog. Uh, mm-hmm. They stayed in the extended stay. We had to actually uh, front the bill on that. Mm-hmm. And the school district through the IEP took care of CNS. Wow. For that one year. And that one year, just that one year was $330,000 for CNS, just for CNS. And... And but there was a precedence that was set because of that. And yeah. so after that year that we were down there, once Zach was able to do the therapies down there, he was able to get his core strength, he was able to get off his feeding tube, he was able to hold himself up. They would they did a lot of intensive stuff with him
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, to, to 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 set that 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 path, that that next that next thing that we were going to do in our life, um, it, it gave us it gave us a bit of foundation so that we could hybrid our own system here in Washington State. And, and so CNS was extremely beneficial in, in helping us understand what therapies we can do and this and that. And mm-hmm. it also was extremely helpful because it, it actually set a precedence for the school mm-hmm. district right to, to to pay that money yeah so then when we came back to washington we were able to use that as history and use that IEP. but yeah. the mothership became university of washington so so university of washington the rehab center there yeah they became kind of like cns except we yeah. branched out and that's kind of how we did the next phase in our therapies.
0: Really interesting. And I'm going to say for folks listening, IEP for for young kids is called an individual educational plan, and it really is specific to the the child, and it's used for you know a lot of young folks who have uh, learning disabilities of many kinds, whether it's a physical or cognitive, but um, it's a standard. It's a standard across the country um, that is really supports our young folks who need a special supports in education. But I, I've never considered utilizing the school systems the way you have. And when you say it was precedence for you, I'm really interested to know if it's precedence for others. So again, again, sharing the story, even today, it's these, ideas of what can we learn from families who have been through the journey and all that you're sharing just makes me think of like wow could that could that help someone else
3: and mercedes
0: and and you know victor i think it is the dynamic you know of all that you did you know laying on the floor i mean that's your child getting to cns and just that whole i've seen photos of you down there you know wheeling them up and wheeling them mm-hmm. down and Mercedes said, I remember one time when I first met you, she said, I only stay in shape so I can move Zachary around. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and, and you can't see Mercedes on a podcast, but she's fairly petite folks. I mean, I think you break five feet Mercedes, but I'm not no, quite sure. No,
1: <laughs> no Deb. she's only five foot.
0: Oh, so you haven't, you didn't, you don't quite break it. So yeah, she
1: didn't break it. it. <laughs> oh,
2: so De- Deb, the, mm. the one thing you spoke mm. about the IEP and, and uh, the reason why I brought, brought up that $330,000 uh, disclosure is, you know, that in Washington state, it, it, if you're going to be part of the IEP program, mm-hmm. Every school district has to have it if they want federal, yes. if they want federal funds. Yes. If they want federal funds, they're absolutely going to uh, produce an IEP. And in our school district, and they all have different sets of numbers. Correct. In our school district, that dollar amount was seventy five hundred dollars for the year for a kid. Right. So. Right. So they actually would spend seventy. They have they have up to seventy five hundred per kid to add to that individual educational Learning. program for that kid that whatever that special need might be. Right. right? And and we were we were burning seventy five hundred dollars a week
0: at <laughs> least. Uh, right.
2: Um, just to rehab without walls. Right. Uh, it was almost six grand a week and you know the reason why that's so important the reason I throw out that money thing so much is because Zach was injured and 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 was injured and and as a preventable injury right that, that there was liabilities right and we had we had the means to At the very beginning before there was, I mean, you know, you sell everything, you find as much money as you can, everything, anything and everything you can. But then once we got looped into the IEP, that really relieved a lot of the stress, you know, Right. sort of, I mean, but you also understand it cost over $50,000 just for Mercedes and Zach to stay. At the, the at, at the, at the it.
0: long extended right, right.
2: all right. So you know the money portion that is 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 spent to try to try and get better, and I think that's the saddest part to me is to know that there's people yeah that don't get better mm-hmm. because they don't have the the money to get better yeah. right. They don't know how to think out of the box. They don't know how to put together a plan this way or that way because they just don't have the wherewithal to, to, to put those pieces of the puzzle together. And guess what? Those brain injuries, they don't get better. Zachary, we were told that Zachary's recovery, most all of this recovery would happen up to the first 36 months, right? Yeah. Zachary couldn't even stand on his own for the first 36 months. Zachary, Zachary got better and better and better and better as we kept on working and working and working, but he couldn't do any of these therapies that we're even speaking of for the first year or two. And then once he could get really involved in therapies, then, 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 you know, we, we'd already established the precedence with IP and we were able to use that as, as, as our, as our path using the u-dub and and then put mama in the van and and drive uh-huh. from this place to that place to that place to that place <clears throat> was burning up you know i don't know a thousand miles a week it seemed just taking mm-hmm. back to every therapy right and i mean everything that we did everything we did everything right. because yeah. we could and and that's why Zachary's gotten better right and besides we you know he lives in this house, so he's-
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: I've been to the house. It is a little, mis- yeah, a little bit of Victor Leisted's that- military experience sometimes is shown when you're hanging with the Lysted. But <laughs> and I am. I want our I want our audience to know this was a preventable injury, right? That's that's a huge piece of the Lysted story, and the outcomes from that were were. I hate to say key, were, was legislation, the Zachary Leistat law, that really changed how we as a nation both diagnose and treat and work to prevent concussions. Keeping our kids safe, playing the sports they love, came from the Zachary Leistat law. And an, another piece is, um, you know, improving the law and adding to it. Um, I know... You all were involved in um, passage of what is called the Kinney Buoy Rule with W. Uh, Washington Interscholastic Athletic Association, and that just occurred, current, uh, occurred recently. But it's like that idea that you've been still engaged in all of those pieces uh, throughout. We continue to remind folks that things are preventable and that kids can, can play sports, be safe, and that it really is built on the shoulders of, of what you all were willing to You know, share your story, go through it. And not only did you go through it, but we ask you to continue to tell the story. So let's go forward. And I do know, I mean, Mercedes everyone knows she's like the driving queen we've, we've all known mercedes to be on the road all the time her and zach and it's not just that mercedes drives Zach to all of these therapies it's that zach is so committed i mean when you talk about when the doctor said to you victor the greatest recovery will happen in 36 months well i've known the life sets now for what nine or ten years and zach continues this is his full-time job is working on his recovery and he is as committed as anyone. And so, Zach, how do you continue to stay pretty damn super focused and committed to you know, making it your full-time job? I mean, we all have some full-time jobs, and not every day is a good day, but just staying with it for the last you know, decade of your life. And I, I've seen the improvement, but I want to hear from you like all of those pieces.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, just to clarify, you're just asking me what keeps me going?
0: What keeps you going, Mr. Zachary Leistet? Uh
1: Well, uh, God, God plays a big part in that, I believe. Uh, uh, and my parents are always driving me to strive for more. Mm-hmm. So I'm so thankful to have parents that do that, you know. Because not everyone's parents do that for them and stay on their on their ass. Uh, can, can I say that?
0: Yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah, you can.
1: <laughs> uh, stay on their ass uh, uh, and continue to push them and motivate them. Uh, uh, and sometimes that motivation isn't always positive. It's not always positive motivation. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's very negative. Uh, but uh, uh, it's all for the greater good of me, and so I'm thankful for that. You know. Yeah. Uh, 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 and uh, and God plays a huge part in all everything encompassing that. You know.
0: So I'm going to ask you because I I think it's also a bit of Zach Lystedt too. And I think your parents are amazing, and I know they are super supportive and always.
1: Oh, oh, uh, Deb, don't don't get me wrong. It's good. uh, It's drive from my heart. It's The main driving force is is me and my body and my heart, Uh, but, like, uh, uh, so many things go into that, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what gives you the strength of all of that. But yeah, it, it really is a lot. of. I've seen your inner strength, Zach, and I've seen you working out and doing things and taking the step that, you know, instead of going up the ramp, doing the step, doing all of that. And it's those little pieces, but it's like, I love going to your house just because you're just. You're know, a positive role model in my life, right? And you're just Well, great...
1: well, well, well thank you for saying that, Deb. I, I just try to be the best man I can be. Well, whatever that looks like, uh, it, it comes out in my actions and in my words.
0: Oh, I know. You know, sharing this story, and you know, we share different parts of it at different times, but that willingness, you've opened your home, to activities, you know, for the organization, we had our barbecue there last year, and it was really fun. And, you know, it just gives folks a chance to see you all in a, a different way, because that's how, you know, you're just a family getting through it. A little bickering now and then, I'll say, as most mm-hmm. families go through that, but, <laughs> cool but it's all in, <laughs> it, it is all in good fun and just, I just think it's, um, it's I think
1: I think this family's sense of humor, yes, has, got, has gotten its way, has uh, gotten us out of a lot of depression mm-hmm. and a lot uh, and a lot of those negative feelings that you uh, uh, that you talk about, uh, yeah. other brain injury families feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this family that I'm in, the family yeah. that I'm in we joke about
2: everything so it's it's really easy to to have a lot of humor especially when you get to make fun of your son so that's- <laughs> shut up. Shut up, shut
0: up. he does it just for those listening but i am i'm going to ask you so so let's so from each of you can you give me kind of what has been one of the hardest parts either and it can be from the very beginning or to now or to whatever like what is what was something that was really difficult and how you work through it and it can be individual it can be family it can be an interaction you had it can be working with medical insurance because I know that's whatever it is but something that's that's been hard and that you know you had to like all of us you know had to figure out a way to move through it. Zach, you want to start or you want me to get one of your uh, friends? No, uh,
1: come back to me because i got to think about it a little
0: <clears throat> Okay.
3: Bit. I don't really know. I think all of it was kind of trial. You know I mean? It, sometimes it was a little bit harder in that, some areas. And, and um, at, at this moment in our life, I believe that it's a lot easier because um, Zachary is striving to get better and I keep pushing him and my dad keeps pushing him and and um, every day we get up and we just look at it as another day and say, you know, today we're going to conquer what we have to do next. Yeah. I mean,
2: <laughs> so, uh, you know, th- th- there's a lot of a lot of bad memories that Zach and I don't
3: dwell on a lot of things. Yeah, you know, Mercedes Uh
2: and Zach are so much better at... Uh at, Uh Yes, yes, sir.
3: sir. Uh, Amen.
2: I I just wanted everything to be the way it was before my son was injured, Um, but it's not that way. And so so here we are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zach has the ability to make uh, it better, um, just by his, his continuance of getting better. Right. Yeah. So that, that makes life a lot better today for us, for my wife and I, but, you know, I I think that if there was a pain that, that a lot of people would never understand is the, the temporary friendships, right. The the, the the splashes that I see my son, you know, somebody comes by be, and, and is a part of his life after his injury just for a moment and then they leave, right? Yeah. And, and you just want him to have what what he deserves, friends, yeah. uh, girls, and, you know, people to Ratties. hang out with yeah. and, and, and things like that. And, and that pain that I feel as a father is, is, is a very hard pain Mm -hmm. uh, to know that he deserves so much more, right?
0: Yeah. Thank you, Victor, for sharing that. I, I, yeah, I know. Zach's such a great guy. Yes, Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, I see a lot of families and there's a lot of difficult situations out there and it's really, really, every family goes through the journey differently and every family has different challenges. What you said about, Zach and Mercedes kind of always moving forward and looking at it positive. I do see that when I'm with you as a family. You know, It is kind of part of who they are. And I think, Victor, for you, your honesty and dedication is still from such a good place. I mean, I think that's, and I think you call it like you see it, Victor, and I love that about you because I agree with so much of what you just said too. You guys took on roles and you complimented each other, you know, because that is who Victor is. And you did. I mean, Mercedes, you are the caregiver and you have done that. And you've really, you had to learn what you had to learn to make that happen. And Victor, find out what he had to find out to Mm -hmm. make things happen for Zach. I don't think mm-hmm. i could have been able to find out where to take zachary after his injury and what
3: to do what facilities and i don't think victor would have been able to no. do what i did and stay no. down at Safebridge and take care of zachary and and take care of every little bit of his needs and everything that he needed to do it was I don't think that-
0: team lysted at its best
1: and exactly. i don't think i don't think you two could have done what i did <laughs> exactly
0: i was just gonna you stole it from me zach exactly well well, with Zachary,
3: what I have always told him, too, Zachary has always been, he's always had a good attitude, and that really helped, too.
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely.
3: Um, sure, he feels sad and everything, and there was times I'd always make sure that he didn't have to feel that way, and he didn't ever fight us on anything and stuff. He does a little bit now, but that's normal, because he is hes an adult now, and doesn't want his mom and dad telling him what to do, but we're still going to be telling him what to do.
0: You're going to be involved. Always.
3: always. I'm I'm
1: coughing right now,
3: Mom. (laughs) Please.
0: (laughs) Well, you guys, we've talked for quite a while already. So I think we're going to need to say goodbye for now. I think we need a part two because I didn't get to everything I wanted to ask and I don't think everyone who's listening got to hear the whole story yet. So I think there's a part two coming up at some point. We'll give you a break, but but are there, are, is there anything additional? And we'll start with you, Victor. Uh,
2: I, you know, I, I think that these are very important, what you're doing, Deb. Um, finding, you know, some common ground with other survivors. Um, not just with, you know, people that are the actual brain injured people, mm-hmm. but... The family members are just as injured, mm-hmm. and and we are the exception to the rule when it comes to, you know, people think that stuff can't happen to them. Well, mm-hmm. we're, we're the outlier, you know, and so is everybody else that's going to listen to this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, and it's so... You get alone. You, you don't understand. People don't understand their daily going ons, right? right. Your, your, your other friends, these other people that, that they have, you know, health, you know, I'm not, when I say healthy, Zach, please don't take any offense. You oh, know,
1: I, do. I, I, I don't. I, I
2: don't. Healthy, strong, young man that continues to impress everyone.
1: Uh, I, 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 but, I, take, uh, I take no offense then.
2: Right. You know what, I, I don't really care if you do. Anyways. Uh, so- I know what you mean. I
1: know what you mean.
2: People that just have uh, the norm, normal life style oh, yeah. kids that didn't get injured and and they're worried about some of the stupid things in life. I mean. I wish I had those problems. <laughs> I really uh-huh. do, but I got, I got, I got, I, I got, we got, we got something different, and yeah. and 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 so having a group of people that you can kind of understand what what everyone's kind of going through. We all mm-hmm. come from different worlds, but we are united when it comes to brain injury survivors.
0: It really makes a huge difference you've let others know who have not been connected, that there's a place to come and a place where you can be. And, you know, potential supports and services, very different than what you all may have needed, but um, you do it well, you walk the talk very well. So, Mercedes, Zach, any last words of encouragement? No, um, I appreciate you, Debbie.
3: And, um... I mm. want to take a shout out to my beautiful husband. He's looking at me. <laughs> 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 and I want to take another shout out to my lovely son. And yeah. um, good, good. love y'all. <laughs> All
2: right.
0: Zach, wait. We haven't heard from Zach. We're not quite done. Zachary, <laughs> any last words?
1: No, nah, I just want to thank you, Deb, for allowing my me and my family to um, like, do this podcast and spread awareness this way.
0: Mercedes, Victor, and Zachary, thank you for joining us on Brain Injury Today, and for all that you've done and will continue to do for our community.
2: Thank Bye. you, Deb. Have a great day.
3: <laughs> Bye. Deb.
1: Thank you, Deb.
3: Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Brain Injury Today. If you wanna get in touch with our guests, you can find information in the show notes for this episode. We'll include information on the Leistet Law and all of the things that this family has really been committed to as part of their journey with a brain injury. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, or Spotify so you never miss an episode. Give us a rating and share the podcast with your friends and family and please as always know you are never alone you can find support by calling 877-982-4292 the brain injury resource line or by visiting biawa.org